0: What's up? Welcome to the Dump Off Podcast. It's a group of five friends who decided they think they know things about sports. Today, I'm joined with (laughs) Chino, KBG, Taryn, and myself, Dilly. Uh, Just to start this first episode, we're going to go ahead around and tell you a little bit about ourselves, like our favorite sports and athletes. I'm going to give it to Taryn to start.
1: What's up? Yep, that is me. Um, I am from Wisconsin, born and bred, so it's pretty clear my uh sports allegiances packers number 1 then you know bucks brewers i really only follow like super super closely the nfl um and really all football college football as well and and the nba i watch pretty much everything but the you know it's super hard to stay just consistent unless i don't know how kb does it and there's not enough hours in the day from i think he watches every sporting event that airs on television um but packer fan number first and foremost um and then any team that plays chicago really in anything it could be something (laughs) dilly mentioned earlier before we started recording like underwater basket weaving if someone's playing chicago i have a vested interest um (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's mostly it about me. How about you, KB, since I just mentioned you?
2: Well, um, that just shows <laughs> Wisconsin fans are just – we have <laughs> Chicago fans, and they're, we're in their heads, basically. But, yeah, um, my name's Kingsley. You can call me KB. Uh, I am from Chicago. I live currently in Chicago, so everything Chicago. The Bulls, unfortunately the Bears. Um, I am a Cubs fan. Um, also, unfortunately – yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, my my favorite sports to watch at least are baseball uh, and basketball. I do have vested interest in hockey as well. Um, soccer is definitely climbing the ranks for me, especially um, any Premier League soccer. But um, I guess my one love sports related is anything gambling related. So that's <laughs> probably why i end up watching a lot of uh a lot of games and a lot of sports and you know end up gaining knowledge on on literally anything just because of um a vested financial interest that um, sometimes it works out for me most times it doesn't but it is still a roller coaster ride to watch and enjoy um so yeah um i i i played tennis growing up so i also have a vested interest in tennis um yeah so um, Makes sense. Let's throw it to uh, let's throw it to G, um, my favorite man here.
3: Man. Well, what's up, guys? I'm John Luca, but everyone calls me G. Uh, I'm actually from Toronto, but my sports teams are pretty much all over the place. In football, go Colts. Basketball, obviously the Raptors. Hockey, as you can see, Montreal. And soccer, I'm Italian obviously, and like AC Milan in soccer, but I pretty much. Watch everything, whether it's USC, Formula One, uh, college football, anything I would pretty much watch because I don't really have anything else to do. I played football. shout out your girlfriend, soccer. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have time to see her. Don't worry. I love her. Um, <laughs>
1: he, had to, he had to get that out in case she listens. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I'll make her listen. Um, Played football, Ooh. soccer, basketball growing up yeah just love sports love talking sports so that's why we're here let's throw it to chino see what he's got
4: all right what's up y'all my name is isaiah everyone calls me by my last name chino surprisingly <laughs> hey bro i'll show you my license i swear to god it has chino on it <laughs> but yeah played football baseball growing up those are mainly the first two i watch but Actually, what really got me interested in sports was basketball, because I know I grew up during the Spurs Power 3. You know, we got Parker, Duncan, Ginobili. I saw the championships come. Yes, my heart broke when Ray Allen hit that three, but, you know, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> it doesn't
0: haunt you in your dreams.
4: It haunts me. So does <laughs> Romo fumbling that ball against Seattle. Oui. Yeah. Football all the way. Cowboys, unfortunately, let me down very much very a lot of times too many to count
2: why don't you yeah. tell him uh you're also a, f- a fan of the new york giants is that a thing <laughs> yeah I don't, I
0: don't know how know. that shit works Th- i don't yeah, even know <laughs> i don't know who his football team is that he's a Dude, fan i don't even know that. he goes so, with the
4: wind i do go with the wind hey depends on who they play if they're playing the bears we're playing we're all in with the giants
0: at least you do need to get like six
4: wins to win your division so hey we are in the worst division Yes, and we are. And he, chose,
3: and he chose two of the four teams.
4: So. I know. It sucks. <laughs> well, my family's our giant. My rest of my family are giant fans. I'm only a Cowboys fan because Jerry Jones and my dad had a good connection. You got to be the only person on earth to I'm an only fan because of Jerry I, Jones. I Why did on? not think nah. that. I, I thought maybe Tony Romo,
0: Des nah. Bryant, something like that growing up. Nah. But Jerry, Jerry. Jerry
4: was good people to my dad when well, my dad worked for Jerry Jones Company. So you know, it's Gosh. it's something.
1: Hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. Fan of two of the four teams in the division, and neither of them still are gonna win it. That's hey, crazy. bro.
4: At least the Cowboys have a quarterback. <laughs> all
1: right. That's crazy. Wow. Well, let's move on. We'll touch on yeah, yeah, that yeah. later. We'll touch on that later. Sheesh. All right. <laughs> let's get to let's get to some NBA. Probably the biggest thing so happening long. in sports right yeah, now. Yeah, bro. You Ooh. forgot Dilly. <laughs> Dilly, Did you start? Oh, I
4: started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You started, bro. Oh, I'm all sorry. All I'm sorry. It's
0: all, all, right. it's Wait, all good. Bro. Let's
1: hit Dilly. Let's hit Dilly.
4: Hey, bro. First episode. Don't Jump worry about it. The
0: gun. Jump in the gun. <laughs> um, my name's actually Dylan, but everyone calls me Dilly. Uh, I am from Southern California. So luckily I grew up where it's pretty much 72 degrees and breezy around. So a it lot of my nice. sports were uh, outdoors. I uh, actually grew up playing soccer and surfing. Is my uh, two primary sports. But uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Unfortunately, also living in Southern California, besides one team, my uh, fan loyalty is pretty shitty. Uh, I am an Angels fan, and even though they won in like 2002, they've been (laughs) awful ever since. I am a Chargers fan who has also had an awful run ever since I was a kid. Uh, But luckily, I have the Lakers. So, you know, saw five in my life. Can't really complain. Uh, You know, they'll bounce back next year, be right back in the playoffs. But other than that, I'd easily say that some of my favorite athletes is, you know, it's clearly Kobe Bryant, but Ladanian Tomlinson is probably my second favorite uh, player of all time. That's like the only elite Charger we've had in the last 15 years. So (laughs) something to look forward to. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Other than that, I can pretty much watch any sport. Like I like watching baseball, like watching soccer. Um, no complaints for me. I started getting into hockey a little bit last year, but I can't follow the puck to save my life, so it's (laughs) kind of hard to watch on TV, but I will say hockey games are pretty lit to go to in person. I got to cheer on the Zamboni when it's on the ice, Uh, but other than that, yeah, I pretty much have one good sports team, but you know, I thought we were gonna have a little success with uh, when Peyton Manning left Denver, and then uh, this man Patrick Mahomes decided to get drafted (laughs) to the Chiefs, so now we get to compete for second place for the next fifteen years. Right on. Should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> K. B. Should know about that. Living in another team's shadow in the division. He should. He should okay. know well.
1: Patience
2: is <laughs>
1: coming. Patience. Okay. All right. No one else. I'm forgetting. Right. Dilly, I'm sorry. It's not that I don't love you. It's just that you opened the show, so like your voice was already in my head, and I was like, "Is that, we already? We're good." Does your ghost <laughs> friend want to give their uh, sports yeah, and girlfriend I maybe? Mean. Oh yeah. man, that is that is a topic. Come on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, now we can go into what is probably the biggest event in sports right now. Depending on where you live, we are America. So for us, most well, people, fourth, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, KB, okay, you know, we, what are you talking about. My bad, my bad. I was, bad. Gonna, I was, gonna I was get looking there. at you. I, I was gonna get there. Come on now. Jeez, he said yeah, he's from we're Toronto. All, we're all North Americans, <laughs> yeah. We're all North Americans. <laughs> Four of us are from the better part. Yes. Okay, okay, well, so, let's relax. And, <laughs> NBA finals game What's one it? already in the books. Suns take it. What are our thoughts?
4: Um, uh, I could
0: start if you want. Go ahead. Go ahead Billy. Um, I still up until probably the last two to three minutes of the game I thought the bucks could come back at any point it seemed like they'd be down 16 cut it to seven down 15 cut it back to eight and they just it was these runs that they just could never they kept making great plays and then all of a sudden devin booker chris paul immediate transition three to go down on the other end to bring him back with another six um i definitely don't think the series is over i think the suns looked very good last night um The biggest question for me was how Giannis was going to look coming out. Um, He looked healthy-ish for the injury that he sustained. A lot of people, I didn't know until today that he thought he was done for the year after his injury, Um, and then he was getting around-the-clock treatment to come back. Uh, My biggest issue is that uh, his stat line, he had 20 points, 17 boards, and four assists. He also shot 55% from, like, he shot very well from the field. Uh, i would definitely like to see him take more shots i know his game is driving i don't obviously we don't know the the seriousness of his knee injury but if he's healthy enough to kind of get in the paint and do some chase down blocks like that i would think he's healthy enough to get in the paint and get some scoring because um, if if they're gonna win they need him to do more than 11 shots i think i think that was a little crazy and i think most of those came in the first half i don't know how many shots he took in the second half but I'm pretty sure a majority of his points came in the first half.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, as I said before, Bucks fan. It was a little bit sad to see, but I mean, after the Nets series, seeing us go down 2-0, I can't be like too upset. It was just a weird. It was a weird game, a little bit. Like when you really look at it and break it down, they shot very similar from the field. Um, Bucks even were better from three out-rebounded them more assists, more turnovers, but still, like, numbers-wise, it was pretty even. But for most of the game, even though the Bucks weren't out of it, it just really felt like the Suns were clearly the better team on the floor. I thought – I was encouraged by what I saw from Giannis, but I still think because he – like, it's why he only took 11 shots. He still wasn't right. And I don't know if he's going to be right or if he's going to feel aggressive enough. Maybe once it – becomes crunch time, say they go down 20 or like later in the series, if he's not better, he'll be more likely to risk it cuz I I really think he didn't even start really putting his body through it until towards the end of the game when it was clear that he needed to. So, we'll see the status of him and I also don't think the series is over. Um so many players on the Suns just balled out. Uh, Deandre Ayton looked pretty unstoppable. Chris Paul showing why he deserves a ring Um, and they were at home with a, with a rusty honest and still, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a blowout by any means. So we'll see going forward. Anybody else thoughts?
2: Uh, Yeah. I mean, with game one, the story was he was the best player on the floor and it wasn't anyone on the bucks. Unfortunately, Um, Chris Paul, he had a, he had a great third quarter. He erupted for most of his points in that quarter Um, but you know, in the first half, you had the Suns kind of pulling away towards the end of the first half. Um, I thought Devin Booker from his standards probably didn't have a great game. Um, and he still dropped 27. Um, but just the fact that him and Chris Paul, they kind of interchanged, um, you know, the the scoring, uh, responsibilities there. And DeAndre Aiden, as, uh, Taryn was saying, had a great game, um, I honestly just don't think the Bucs have anything to match DeAndre Ayton's presence in the paint. Um, I know that Giannis also only had 11 shots. I think DeAndre Ayton had a lot to do with that on the defensive end. Um, and obviously with DeAndre Ayton being just a, a massive human being, um, he's going to clean up most of those rebounds and most of those shots on the offensive glass as well. So um, I think what this series comes down to is who's going to be the best player on on each given night. Um for game one, it was definitely Chris Paul and I would say probably Devin Booker um second. If Giannis can pick it up in game two, or if we see, you know, a, a Chris Milton um if, if he gets hot or Drew Holiday plays up to his potential, um, maybe the Bucks steal one. But with with a How to Giannis, I just don't see this series going further than five or six games. Um again, uh with the Bucs being um in phoenix right now they have the benefit of the doubt giving away two games so um, again the series doesn't start until you lose your first home game so uh,
3: we'll see what happens agreed chino g any any thoughts yeah well i was gonna highlight drew Holiday's performance he did not have a good game he shot four of 14 10 points he was actually a minus 16 on the night for one of your for one of the best defensive guards in the league, you have to be doing better than that. Uh, Giannis was actually the only starter with a positive plus minus on the night. Middleton was up at minus 17. Brooke Lopez was, I think, at minus 15 or 14 as well. He, When Brooke Lopez shoots more than Giannis, you're, it's not going to be a good night for you. you no, know, As much as we love Splash Mountain, he's... Uh, <laughs> He cannot be taken more than your two-time MVP. And it really looked like Chris Paul really wants this ring. It's yes. the one thing that he's that has avoided him his whole career. If he gets this ring, he's maybe top three, top up there point guards of all time. And I think he knows that. This might be his last shot. But I think he he's going out, he's going to go out every night and he's going to give it his best to try and get this ring. And Devin Booker shot less than 40% and one of eight from three and still had 27 in a win. So if he's doing that, you're going to need to lock down on defense and just do everything you can, pressure on him, pressure on Paul, pressure on the ball with Drew Middleton. Just do anything you can to get the ball out of their hands and into the hands of some of their other guys.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Okay, so it sounds like you know, no one necessarily thinks it's over over. Um k b might be a little bit more confident in the suns, but we still all think kind of seems like that it is the suns series to lose in a way. what What if the bucks were to make a change to give them a real shot or even make them the favorite to win this series? what What do we think that is? The only the first thing that comes to mind for me is, It's. It reminds me a lot of the Nets series. How a lot of the defensive assignments are really confusing to me, especially early on in the series. Uh, That's part of my beef with Mike Budenholzer Um, as a coach in game. There's too many times that I look at the screen and see Brooke Lopez or someone not named Drew Holiday guarding Chris Paul, which is there like that's a, a mismatch you dream of if you're a Phoenix Suns fan. That kind of thing I don't understand, and I think from watching this team a lot, they get better. Um, they kind of figure teams out more as and figure out what they need to do, adjustments they need to make, not in-game, but in-series. Later in the series, I think it'll be better. Um, that's the number one thing for me outside of the obvious, which is Giannis really just playing, uh, giving his 100%, because I, I didn't feel like he necessarily was.
2: Right. Um, I would say the Bucs kind of look lost defensively in game one. Um, and, you know, with the roster, how it's built, I, I don't think they have anyone to match up with DeAndre Aiden. So if I'm the Bucs defensively, I offensively, at least, I try to go to a smaller lineup, um, play P.J. Tucker at the five, force DeAndre Aiden to come out of the paint. So you have Giannis more room to operate down low. Um, again, that's, you know, all things considered, if he's healthy and he can operate down there because I don't think Jay Crowder is going to do, be doing much against Giannis, um, you know, when he's backing him up. So, yeah, if I'm if I'm Coach Budenholzer, I, I try to go small. I try to, you know, maybe outrun them and take DeAndre out of it. So it, it's basically, um, you know, you're, you're only trying to contain um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, and with uh, the wings that the Bucks have, um, those guys are pretty good defensively. Drew Holiday, Pat Connaughton, um, Chris Middleton, so – um, you need to find some way to kind of neutralize the the pieces that the Suns have that are beating you, um, and, and hope that your superstars outplay the, the Phoenix Sun superstars at this point. Um, but you know, I, I know Taryn, you've had a lot to say about Holzer and his adjustments. So let's see what he actually does for game two. Um, that would be interesting that that first half, see if they can get off to a hot start and, um, kind of force the hand of the Suns to change what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, I feel you. Anybody else? Thoughts? Bucks? What what can we change?
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's pretty – DeAndre Ayton shot 80% from the field, uh, even though it was only 22 points. Most of his buckets, if you're watching, he pretty much just walked right up in. There was really no defensive presence. I actually love what KB brought up. P.J. Tucker, his whole career, has pretty much been able to guard one through five. I know he's an undersized big, but he's also a dog, and he's going to make you work and hopefully tire you out, and he's, he's just kind of a grit and grind guy. Um, we saw it when Blake Griffin was having success in the Nets series. He started going after Blake Griffin, making him take outside shots. Um, the big issue he also brought up is Brooke Lopez, as much as I love him, he's a huge liability defensively, and all night Chris Paul and Booker were just looking for switches onto Brooke Lopez to kind of get that one-on-one. Um, so they needed to do a better job of kind of reading the screens to not separate as much as they did. Um, I would really, really like to see actually more Pat Connington. Um, He had a ton of minutes played and not a lot of shots, which is kind of crazy because he can drive, he can shoot threes. Um, It kind of goes back to, I've said it multiple times, uh, Drew Holiday loves to try and shoot his way out of a bad game. And at a certain point, you got to make adjustments. You're a vet. You got to know if your shot's not falling. You got to get passes going, stops defensively. You got to do other stuff than taking 12 bricks to help your team going Uh, Chris Middleton has probably been one of the more consistent players as of late I know he had a streaky series but it seems like as of the last few games he's kind of found his shot and is really working on it but I think the biggest factor for you guys is DeAndre Ayton it's going to be trying to limit him offensively because think about it he misses you know Four six points. Some of those runs get a little closer momentum going, but he's just walking in there and feasting down low. So I think KB's right. I think PJ Tucker needs to get his number called and show the man who the real big dog is. <laughs> I don't
2: yeah. know if it worked, but yeah, they can try.
1: <laughs> that. Also, and I I'm a little reluctant to miss to mention it just because it's going to come off as super biased, but just looking them at the numbers, it does make sense. I felt like it was a little bit of a son's whistle. Which I mean, they're home, and it, that goes back and forth. But it was like it, it played a big impact. The fouls ended up being somewhat close, but that's just because it some of them start, some of the calls started to go the Bucks' way more in the fourth quarter. Um, but for the majority of the game, it wasn't. And then when the Bucks got to the line, they were shooting like 56 percent, I think, from for, for shoot. Like you can't just you can't do that, yeah, especially 56. when you're not getting there often. You gotta take advantage. The Suns were getting there and shot damn near 100%. I think they only missed one out of they only like, 26. One. Yeah, one out I of 26 they, free throws they missed.
0: I think they broke a Suns record for playoffs, like most consistent free throws made in a single game. Mm-hmm. And e- even though the final like scoreline
1: ended up being a 13-point win, just think if that corrects it a little bit how many times the bucks were close bringing it down from 13 15 points to a seven point deficit or something that that kind of thing makes a big difference and i can see the the numbers kind of coming regressing towards the mean a little bit um which should help them out as well yeah i mean if you're a bucks fan you're still
4: in it it's only game one you gotta make adjustments you gotta be consistent especially against the suns team they will take advantage of you you gotta hit those free throws I know it's easier said than done, especially with us, because we're sitting here at home. But still, you, you got to hit those. If hey, you put me in a line, I'm draining six of them. Got to make those in the finals, man. Also, Jay right. Hall, Hall, they got to gotta make some shots. Only four, 40 minutes, only 10 points. We need, we need more. We need uh, more for
2: me. So, so what do you guys predict for game two here? Um, what do you guys think?
0: I, I think the Bucs win game two. Um, obviously, he ha- the Budenholzer hasn't been great at making adjustments, but in that same vein, players seem to step up at the weirdest. The Bucs have to be the weirdest team. They, they might be the most bipolar team I've seen in this playoffs, whereas they go out and they look dominant. No one can touch them. Transition game's good. Defense game's good. I almost feel like if they're down early, they get in their own heads, and then they start taking bad shots. They start doing risky turnovers. So I don't know if it's a confidence thing. Or it is. It, it they have some vets um, that have played in the playoffs before. Um, maybe Giannis going down rattled them a little bit. Game one, that's their guy, that's the leader, that's you know. But when that does happen, Drew Holiday's been a leader of the team before. He needs to know what it looks like to step up. Um, he did when Giannis was out. So I'm curious to see where this Drew Holiday went.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Game two, I could see really going either way. If I had to guess, I would say the Suns win again. Um, I think Giannis is going to be a little bit sore, and I'm not sure we're going to see the adjustment from him. I think a lot of other things will correct themselves, but he might take a step back. um, And I just – I don't know what they can do differently. I think they need to – come home and, and reset and they need another game. Kind of how I was talking about before they don't really adjust well in game and more as the series goes, they learn to figure out a team. I think they need probably one more game. Um, I I see them going down 2-0 and then coming back home.
3: Yeah. That's where I have a plan out too. You know, the Suns at home, their crowd is, has been nuts. They've been yeah. into it. They've been providing energy for the squad. And again, I don't think Boone is going to make adjustments, really, for this next game. I think he's going to wait until he, get ho- he gets home. But as Giannis gets more comfortable on that knee, if he's getting more comfortable, I think the more shots he takes, the more confidence he gets in his game coming back. And so I can see them taking maybe two, probably both at home, if he gets more comfortable in his own arena with his knee. So I do see them going down 0-2, but I can still see a way back into the series for them.
2: Yeah. Um, keep in mind, like, that was that, that was the first game for the Suns in a week um, comparatively to the Bucs. Um, I think the Suns win. I think they win easily. I think they cover as well. Um, I think you'll see in the first half the Suns go out to a quick start, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a 10-15-point lead early. Um it didn't take till the third quarter, um, as I mentioned, for the Suns to kind of pull away and build that lead. Um, but I think that you'll see a, fa- a fast start for the Suns, um, and the Bucks will be there, be on their heels for most of the game. Um, and you know, it'll just be up to the Bucks to to bring it back to Milwaukee to that that raucous crowd to see if they can um, salvage a win. I think the Suns have at least these home games for now, so.
4: Yeah, I got, I got the Suns winning game two. They're 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 hot right now. That crowd, it all, it, bro. But it feel it doesn't feel good to see fans and like in stands now, after the whole bubble. It feel it, it feels good. to See, it, that we're except every fan like.
0: thinks they know every foul call ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
4: That's true. But like like y'all brought it up. Bucks haven't been able. Coaching hasn't been able to make adjustments yet. So uh, I, do, I do agree with Taryn. They do need another game, and they'll take both of them at home.
1: Let's hope. Let's hope. I guess we'll see. Um, all right. Well, let's – a lot of talk about two teams that are still in it. Um, we're all NBA fans. How about the teams that are no longer in it for, you know, the, the future prospects? How about we each take a team that made it to the playoffs in the East and the West – this year and pick a team that will not make it again and then replace it with a team that, that didn't make it this year that you think will next year. Um, let's start with you. Lead it off.
0: Man. I think the bubble team, the my, sorry, the Miami heat. Uh, I think they're gone next year. Um, they had a pretty big fall off this year, even after the bubble, but, um, they have some interesting salary issues next year. Uh, Andre Iguodala is on a player option. He's not turning down 15 mil. Goran Dragic is on a player option for 19.4. He's not turning that down. Uh, they also, Victor Oladipo and Trevor Riza are walking away. Trevor Riza had a pretty down year. I still like what he brings to the team. Kind of like a good bench guy to throw in. Um, Victor Oladipo's had one of the weirdest careers because it seems like that guy has talent and just always gets tossed out whenever he can. Um, now this all depends on what kind of Jimmy Butler we're going to get next year, but everyone knows it's kind of hard to get people to team with Jimmy Butler as that man has gotten more coaches fired than anybody in the league. And it seems like whenever he goes to a new team, it's always the other players were the issue, not him. So I think that might be a Jimmy Butler thing, but I see them falling out and I got LaMelo ball leading the way to come to the playoffs next year. If he stays healthy the whole year. <laughs> Kv doesn't like that. <laughs> you think God, the sure.
2: Hornets will make the playoffs? That's insane to me.
0: Well, it was the safe bet would have been like the Raptors for me to go back to the playoffs, but <laughs>
2: the Raptors with who?
3: You'll, you'll find out soul, later. Yeah. How about well, you he's not resigning there? You're gonna
2: have the that's about it. You'll later. find out
3: exactly later why. But yeah, I all picked right. the
0: Hornets. I think they're gonna be a good fun team. But KB, why don't you tell us who you think is going out of the East?
2: Uh all right. In the East, the Bulls, obviously. I mean, with two All-Stars, um, I know they got Vucevic in the trade deadline, did not play exactly well. Um, but Zach Levine was out for that last stretch when they were trying to make the play-in game. Um, he was out two weeks for COVID um they didn't have much time to play with each other um and with the cap space they have um i think they bring in a point guard to kind of play off those two guys and um you know it's not often you see a team with two all-stars miss the playoffs so i think um they will rebound that's just another year for them to to kind of play together and get acclimated um and i think that um since you said the heat, that was my first choice. But if I had a <laughs> second team, um I would say the New York Knicks um to miss the playoffs. Um I do think they overachieved this year. Um playing with I know all too well playing for Tom Thibodeau that um, you know, you get a you get a hard working team, a team that's defensive oriented, but um I think they got uh, more than they could ask for from Jer- Julius Randle, Derek Rose, um, and those boys. So, um, barring any free agency moves, which I don't think they have too much cap space or wait, you know, wait, responsibility. To- Haven't you heard?
1: Every Knicks fan has told me they're getting Kawhi, Damian Lillard, <laughs> Larry Bird reincarnated. They're getting everybody. I, I- I'll no, believe it
2: when I see it. The last
1: who <laughs> was the last
2: free uh, agent? Amari Stoudemire? Like that was what? <laughs> oh
0: boy, no, um, Ni Amari. So, cool. yeah. I'll,
2: we'll see if Kawhi goes there. Maybe I'll reassess. <laughs> but you know, with the current team, with Julius Randle, Derrick Rose is probably. I don't know if they'll resign him to the deal that he Bring wanted. him home. Um, <laughs> Bring him home. But Bring then him home, you know. Man. You're in the East. You're relying on what, Emmanuel quickly and R.J. Barrett, which – sorry, guys,
0: I just think he sucks, bro. Like,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Speak
0: on it. Yeah. Damn, dude. Shout out to all three of the Knicks fans out there.
2: Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. Take out, take out the Knicks. Put in the Bulls. Um, uh, G, tell me, why are the Raptors not making the playoffs?
3: Well <laughs> – we're definitely gonna get back into the playoffs. I have the Wizards coming out. I think they overachieved this year. They got hot at the end at the right time, won the play in games. But first off, everyone's writing off that Kyle he has gone. He may well be gone, but if we bring him back, then this team's not far off from being the same team that was second in the East before the stoppage and the bubble happened. We had the second best record in the East with only Ibaka and Gasol Really gone, who really didn't do much on that run in the first place. We still have the number four pick where we can either use it to get maybe probably a guy like Jalen Suggs. Suggs will most likely be there. So it'll probably be him. So, or we could package it maybe, make a trade. Who knows? But I think we'll take Suggs. Hey,
0: the Is Thunder have 76 first round picks over the next three <laughs> years. So, <laughs> you're
3: not going anywhere. Got you. We'll As okay. for. The- as for this year, the, they were playing Tampa. They had no fans, no Raptors fans. Raptors fans are the best-traveled fans. We couldn't leave. If you ever watch the Raptors-Pistons game, it's all Raptors fans because the Pistons have none. Um, <laughs>
5: <laughs> what are you talking
3: about? Raptors-Pistons games? Oh, relax. Um, we're talking about <laughs> the fans being back in the arena. We're finally allowed to have fans back in there. We were second in the East with Fred VanVleet. OG. We have Gary Trent now. Serge. Not Serge, sorry. Pascal. Serge is gone. <laughs> I, I still <laughs> think there's a chance. Rest in peace, for, dude. He had back surgery. It's, he's not playing for a while. I still think there's a chance for bringing back Kyle. I don't think it's completely out of the cards. We, That's... Um, and even if we uh, let them walk, that's $39 million off the cap. Colorado was making a lot of money this year. If we're going to have that money. Maybe we bring back the Rosen. Who knows? We have the cap. We have the some pieces that are good, serviceable players. We have the number four pick. And we're just better than the Wizards and the Bulls.
1: Okay. <laughs> There it is. Uh, well, I like that, <laughs> I like that confidence. Like the solution is
2: to bring back Demar Derozan to get you in the playoffs, and I think have yeah, <laughs> a lot more issues on the team.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I mean, I don't need to dive deep into mine because they were both touched on. I had the Wizards similar to G, uh, not making it again, thinking they overachieved. And as much as it makes me nauseous, I did have the Bulls uh, making the playoffs next year. Um, so I don't need to dive too deep into that. Chino, what did you have for the East?
4: Um, y'all pretty much hit. Hit already, I got the Hornets going in next season. Let's I think go. bringing the fire.
3: Let's go. That's it. He, they looked
4: all right. They looked all right. Then Melo had Mello went out, but Plus coming it's the out, East. yeah, it's the East, bro. <laughs> then also Heat get the get the fuck out. Tyler <laughs> Hero, <Jesus. laughs> Tyler Hero's trash. Him and Kyle Kuzma are gonna go play in China next season, so they're what? not. They're not a good team, bro. Jimmy Butler's probably out Did you see the boxing? Hold up, you bro. see
1: <laughs> the boxing? Game, that boxing bro? video was. <laughs> Yo, whose idea was it to put to post that? That is the worst part of it. The fact that someone at Bleacher Report was like, "Yo, he looks good. Let's post this." Stuff. <laughs> like, like, Tyler Hill's got to be dumb, oh, Then you look at the all the IC. comments. Everyone's clowning him.
4: He posted
2: that to his yes. IG. It was probably that trainer guy who was just like hyping him up. Like, yeah, man, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Probably. So you look good.
4: You look good. You look good. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. Man, you
1: look good, Pay me so, By the time <laughs> How the, one of
2: those punches get to me, like I would have, I would have been able to order food, ate it, and fucking thrown it away and shit it out. By the time his punch reached my face, so. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's I'm Chipotle. pretty sure out of the West, we all have the Warriors going back, right? Does yeah. anyone not have the Warriors? The okay, Warriors. so we all have the Warriors the going Warriors. back. <laughs> uh, Chino, who do you have dropping out of the West for the Warriors to move in? Dog the Clippers, I got the Clippers. Yes. I'm
4: making it.
2: Okay. I, agree. I think
4: I think Kawhi's gone. I agree. Playoff Kawhi's piece. Gone. Playoff Man. piece sucks. I thought my take was gonna be spicy. I didn't think <laughs> the Clippers. Oh, no. Yo, Kawhi's gone. Oof. Let's be honest here. I,
2: Kawhi doesn't resign, and if it's only no. Paul George and a bunch of jobbers out there, Joe they're not
1: ma-
4: they're not making noise.
1: So Man. hold on. So why why are we? I know we saw him. Acting awfully Kawhi like when he was out, not being very enthused. But why do we think he leaves? This is at the end of the day where he chose to go play after leaving the Raptors. Where does where does he go? Where where is the grass greener for him?
0: In Toronto, honestly, I, <laughs> I, I mean, not... Toronto wouldn't be a bad move to go back yeah. to for all the so. for, for all the first of all, easier route in the East. He has younger players to build around. They do have a top four pick to help him out. Also, they're gonna treat him like a god when he goes back to Toronto, like that's, oh, yeah. you know, they're going to open him with uh, welcome arms. Um, he doesn't really have a home though. He, he played in San Antonio, won a ring, played Come in back. Toronto, won a Come ring. Back. Now he's in LA. He's kind of one of those. It's a weird thing when a superstar doesn't have like a home, you know what I mean? That is just traveling that much. And this guy's a two time M- MVP or not MVP, uh, NBA champion. And almost a third um, that Clippers series, if they had Kawhi, I think the Bucs are playing the Clippers right now. I don't think that's hard to argue. They they are giving him hell just with Paul George. Um I I I if he went to the Knicks, I would be shocked. I just don't see him going to the Knicks. But I honestly I don't do you guys have any I have no inclination. he could re-sign, that's the other thing. He
3: may not leave. <laughs> I personally I personally think he stays.
2: Yeah. I think one thing to watch out for is the um the Dallas Mavericks.
4: Yeah. Oh they will, uh, yeah.
2: They will have cap space yep. to sign Kawhi. Um, we pair fun. him up with Luca. I know Luca has been vocal, and that that whole management has been vocal about getting him some help. So, imagine Luca and Kawhi on a team. Come um, back
0: to Texas. Come back to Texas. Texas that'd loves be a fun you. team. And, and you know Kawhi's
2: good. had he has had a, a first person look at Luca going through those last two years in those first round um, series. So. um I think I, he should be interested in playing with Luka. I, I don't know who else wouldn't.
0: So KB and Sheena have the Clippers falling out. Taryn, who do you have falling out? Um, I
1: believe I have the same as you, and that's the Blazers. Because, so me, you, and G all pick the Trail Blazers. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I, and I would imagine for the same main reasons that I'm not expecting Damian Lillard to be there next year. And what even is that team without Damian
0: Lillard? Well, funny enough, uh, I have Damon Lillard getting traded to the Bulls. I think that is going to end up happening. I would um, throw up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I was looking up, like, you know, there's 75 different trade variations for different teams, and I was the Bulls were one of the more realistic ones, uh, giving up Kobe White and Lloyd Markkinen in a couple firsts for Damon Lillard. I mean, it's Damon Lillard. You're going to give up for a win-now guy. Him and Zach Levine would be disgusting on the same team um and they could still finagle away to bring in another guy um
2: got another guy Vucevic.
0: yeah 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 um then you just sign a couple ross or a couple vets uh, there there's there's going to be guys guy it's been uh, very well known that people like playing with damon Will, willard damon lillard so i don't think bringing in vets to come play with him would be an issue and if you bring him to chicago that team goes from maybe making the playoffs to obviously a contender with with Damian Lillard on the roster. Um, so I have him going to the Bulls. That's my guess, and I knew KB is gonna, you know, think uh, about bro, that. You saw his right eyes here. perk up right yeah, when you said the Bulls. Yeah, he exactly. went from right here.
2: <laughs> Listen, if that happens. I'll be going to the UC. <laughs>
1: That happens, they'll be great and they'll get knocked out by the Bucks in the second round.
3: Okay. Congrats. Uh, Gee, do you have the same uh for the same reason I'm assuming? Yeah, I don't I don't think Lillard's gonna be there next year. I think this backcourt tandem has run its course. I think they should have traded CJ a long time ago. They missed out on their opportunity. He's way overpaid for how little value he has. I don't know where he goes. Maybe I saw a scenario where he goes to Philly, and and like a potential Ben Simmons trade. So I could see that happening. That would be my guess as of now. I don't like no one really knows, but yeah, I don't have him on the Blazers next year. Gotcha.
1: Oh well, I guess we'll see. Um, we talked you a lot about. Oh? Well, no, go ahead. Us. No, take gonna, it, baby. Take it. I was
0: going to say, do you want to switch sports here?
1: For, I, I, I was going <laughs> to, yeah, I was going to throw it. I, I feel bad. I mean, there's another finals going on. Our Habs, me and G, go, hang, hanging on, hanging on. What do we think? What, what is there? Is there any chance Uh, we're awaiting game five, which is actually tonight Um, in, shit, like an hour, I think. So close to an hour months. and a half. 30 minutes from when we're recording right now. How does that game play out? Um, How does the series play out? Do we have any chance? GL started with you.
3: I think game five is huge. And as much as it is, this is going to sound weird because Lenny are up 3-1. This is a big game for them. I don't think you want to go back to Montreal giving up two games in a row. I think you're asking for a game seven. If you do that, this is a big game for both teams. I think Obviously, the Cup's going to be in the building with the with the lightning having a chance to clinch, so the crowd's going to be going crazy. But Montreal made lineup changes last game, that really helped. They brought back they brought in Jake Evans and they switched up their defensive core. They were playing one of the defensemen like seven minutes a game, maybe less, because he's just not good. And the fans have been just crying for him to be <laughs> taken out of the lineup, and they finally took him out. And now they have they brought in two uh, two defensemen that played a lot in the regular season. They both played over over fifty games. And then Jake Evans is Jake Evans helps out defensively significantly. He's a better defensive center than Kakanyemi is. He plays penalty kill. And if you watch the first two games in Tampa, John Cooper was really trying to get Kucherov and point and pull out away from the Phil Dino line because the Dino line pretty much shut down uh, Matthews and Marner. They shut down Scheife, not Scheifele, um, Wheeler and Ehlers, and they shut down Stone and Pacioretty. So that's their number one shutdown line. So Cooper was doing everything he could to get away from that line. And bringing in Evans, pairing with Byron and Lekkinen, is, is a good chance that they could be matched up with the Kutrov line. Instead of the Suzuki line, which is a much better defensive line. So that's, I think that was a great, a great addition. But Tampa's has just been unstoppable the whole playoffs. Their power play is insane. Mm-hmm. It's like Montreal's penalty kill was crazy at the end of the game and the beginning of overtime last game, which is why they won. Yeah, But I don't expect them to kill off every single penalty. So you got to stay out of the box. A sneaky big miss for Tampa Bay is Alex Cullern, who looks like he's going to be out again today. Cullern kills penalties. He plays on the power play. He plays with Stamkos and Cirelli. Really makes that second line tick. He provides so much energy. He blocked a shot early in the series and has been out ever since in his ankle. So that's a big miss. But Tampa, I don't know, Tampa is probably gonna have to win tonight and I think it's a there's a good chance they do as much as it kills me to say it
1: gotcha I feel you yeah not what I wanted to hear KB as someone else who's been following it very closely and without a dog in the fight what what do you what do you see happening here
2: um I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't have a dog in the fight I do have a ticket for the Tampa Bay Lightning to repeat Uh. as champions (laughs) um they're a minus 250 favorite tonight which is ridiculous um and back in front of their Tampa Bay crowd Um, But what G was saying, this Tampa Bay offense is just too much. I think that Montreal, even though they've been playing great defense all playoffs, um, I think they have run a a little bit too thin. um, And those veteran guys have just been playing um, too many minutes and and it's caught up with them. Um, Lightning just have too many playmakers. And even with Klorin out, um, you still have a lot of playmakers out there. Kucherov points Palat, um yanni Gord. um it's really just pick your poison with this lightning team and um carrie price has has looked vulnerable this series um so honestly I, i think it's it's a wrap um even if montreal were to escape with this game um i don't think that the montreal crowd affects tampa bay as much as g thinks they do (laughs) well,
1: <laughs> maybe if they let some crowd into the yeah, damn yeah, stadium, they would. You blame the yeah, Canadian government. for
5: um,
2: But, yeah, I mean, what, what Montreal has to do here is they need to score goals and need to score a lot of it. Um, I don't think that um, Montreal has figured out Tampa Bay um, on the offensive end. Um, and, again, with the power play with continuous penalties – um, it's just inevitable that the lightning scored two three goals this game. So um, you really want to see um, the young guys on the Canadians really pick up the goal scoring responsibilities, um, Suzuki and Caulfield um, to Foley he need to show up. Um, so it, it you know it's it's a wrap unless they score goals. So they did in game four. Um, some say they might have gotten lucky. Um, I think we saw what maybe three three shots on the mm-hmm. lightning um hit the post the post Um, yeah it could have easily been a a, a 5-1 game but um credit to the canadians they stuck in there um the series is now headed to tampa bay but i think it's a wrap here and we have uh back-to-back champs tampa bay lightning
1: yeah i feel you hopefully not but i guess we'll see in uh, a couple hours here um speaking of since you're talking about them going back to back as far as like how it works in the NHL, when do we when do we start talking about them as a dynasty, being the Tampa Bay Lightning? Say they win. Let's say they win tonight, win the cup, go back to back. Well, she geez, is so this, mad. Is it is it yes. dynasty talk time? Uh, listen,
2: no. listen it, it's hard to it's hard to repeat, it, especially in the NHL where, um, you know, once you make it to into the playoffs, it, it's really just a crapshoot. And for this team, it's been battered all season. Um. They have a great team, a great core. They're locked up for a long time. Um, And if they win tonight, um, I I think you have to start thinking about, you know, dynasty talk. Uh, We had a couple of dynasties uh, in the NHL last decade with the Penguins and the Blackhawks winning multiple championships in the decade. Um, But back-to-back, it's a hard feat in any sport. And for the Tampa Bay Lightning to do it, and they're still relatively young, they could win a a ton more. Um, So, um, yeah. For sure.
3: I personally do not think so. Even if they win tonight, they win the cup back-to-back. Pittsburgh did it 2016-2017. No one pretty much said that was a dynasty. A couple of years ago, this Lightning team won the President's just, Trophy. I just
2: said it was a dynasty two minutes ago.
3: <laughs> yeah, but no one else did. Um, <laughs> they won the President's Trophy like two years ago. They had swept in the first round. They've had too many poor playoff performances. Maybe next year, but sneaky next year is um, Coleman and Goudreau are free agents, I think. Or they have to cut for salary because there's currently 17 million dollars over the salary cap. And Coleman and Goudreau are big parts of this team. That they're part of that third line that's been giving Montreal problems all series. It's giving pretty much the whole every playoff team they faced problems the whole series. Their third line has been one of their best. Those are two pieces that are gone. I don't personally think it's maybe next year if they go deep in the playoffs or if they win the President's Trophy again to go deep in the playoffs, then you can start. But if they win tonight, I don't personally think yet. I think it's a little too soon. Like we were talking before, the Blackhawks what, won? won, what, three and five years? Yep. And I think the Kings probably did the same or maybe two and four years. So I think those are pretty much the the dynasties of, like, this decade. But uh, in recent memory, those are the only two. Like, there's further back where Montreal won five in a row. So those are dynasties. Yeah, when so the, Islanders won, the Islanders won four when, in a row. when was that? When was that? Uh, they were in the 70s. It's hard to win five in a row right now. <laughs> there's no way a team's going to win five in a row. <laughs> the Islanders won four in a row. But I don't think it's – I think it's a little too soon. But I can see what KB's saying
1: gotcha gotcha well i guess it starts with with tonight and we'll see it's a good this, dude, there's so much happening in sports right now it's thank the lord too because without the nfl sometimes i start to feel a little bit lost but also speaking of just finals on finals we can quickly touch on uh the euro just also it's of earlier home. today we have <laughs> we have it's, it coming set it's, italy, coming it's coming to rome italy to rome England. What, what 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 do we think about this one? Uh, clearly, there's some allegiances here. Uh, KB, I'd imagine if you don't already have money on it, you will. So, <laughs> what do we think? Jesus.
2: Well, I did. I had a Denmark ticket, and they are so <clears throat> rude, because of... <sighs> you know what? The UEFA wanted England to be in the final because it's at Wembley, because they wanted all the fans there. They wanted all that fucking money. I agree. If you rewatch that Raheem Sterling penalty... He didn't even a, in,
0: a not a penalty that's at all. liverpool great raheem sterling so why don't you watch yourself? <laughs> they knew that such. if
2: it went to penalties casper schmeichael is way better than jordan pickford because pickford's a fucking idiot um and for come on the show uh, <laughs> i think with casper Schmeichel, I, I think the last like eight penalty i don't someone has to fact check that but like eight the last eight penalties he saved and he saved harry kane's Um, uh, take, if it weren't for the rebound.
1: That was so Um, unlucky, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, everything was going Denmark's way up until the last 10 minutes of uh, regular time and then extra time. I don't know why, but they they just parked the bus, essentially, and just let England um, do whatever they wanted and pretty much just waited for them to score. I think that um, England is very lucky to have made it to the final. Um, It is a good team. I, I I worry that the midfield of England will not be able to to match the quality that um, Jordan
0: Henderson, Liverpool great's name, <laughs>
2: if he even starts. I mean, they. I know, I know. Um, I know. Um, two holy midfielders, and I think with you know with Georgina Gino and those boys in the middle in, in Italy, um, and that rock solid defense that's like fifty years old. I mean. I, I think Italy is gonna win this, and um, it's not coming home because it's never been home because they haven't won anything. So it's coming home. Oh, no, this Come was home. their
3: this is their first finals appearance in the Euro since 1966. Damn, It's been yeah, that long? so it's it's never been home. Let's relax a little bit. It's coming Rome. It's coming Rome, <laughs> it's, right? It's G? coming to it's coming to Rome. G, you it's guys so... have had
0: enough success in Italy soccer, bro. You guys are basically Spain
3: we just beat spain because we're better than spain Absolutely. Um, our i think our midfield is super underrated with barella jorginho and Veratti. barella does these runs that i don't think anyone on england is going to be able to track like they got enough to worry about with chiesa immobile and insinni up top their fullbacks already like to press up england's do with walker and shaw there's a lot of speed on the Italian wings with Chiesa. And the goal that Chiesa scored was uh, created by an Immobile run and a spot from, I think it was Vin- Vinucci maybe, or it was someone deep. It was an Immobile run. Chiesa ran off him, collected the ball, crawled it. into the far corner. Our defenses themselves the whole tournament uh actually it's been solid for a while before the goal against austria we went like i think maybe 11 games without conceding a goal it's been rock solid donnarumma's been solid in that it's it's tough to find a way for england to score especially when harry kane has been playing poorly he's been bad Mm -hmm. i hate to say he's been bad he actually stole Jack, a goal probably from Jack Grealish when the ball was going right for Grealish, was ready to slide it home and came just stole it, try to do like a spin. fucked that up. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Italy has been one of the probably the best team all tournament. We've played harder teams on our, on our way to the finals and England have, especially with Belgium. Belgium was a tough, tough game. So it, I think Italy's got it. You can call me bias all you want, but it's <laughs> been really good this entire tournament, and I think the final is coming to Rome. Yeah, I think I, feel, I, feel I think G
2: made a, a really good point there with um, Italy. Even though they had the harder road, um, they get an extra day's rest, and England just played a game in extra time, so they played 30 extra minutes. Um, Southgate, the manager, he typically doesn't like making – um many substitutions. So we might see the same lineup out there against Italy and they will undoubtedly be tired. Um, I know the fullbacks have Luke Shaw and um Kyle Walker, they have um Unreal Motors and uh Raheem Sterling um is still pretty much he's like an energizer bunny, he keeps going. So um it'll be interesting to see the the, the fitness for, for England in that game. But um I think there's gonna be a lot of adrenaline because it's gonna be in Wembley. Um, if you guys saw, they had 60,000, well, they had capacity of 60,000, but about 65,000 were recorded as attendance. So I don't know what they're doing over there, but, um, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited for the Sunday final.
0: If they win, if England wins, that country is going to burn to the ground. They are (laughs) going to riot with victory. Also, they're going to run out of beer.
2: (laughs) Imagine being at a pub right now that dude that one, that, that oh one. my that
0: goodness
1: uh oh, love it love it well i hope you guys are right i love pizza and i love pasta so you know what fuck england i hope you're right i'm with it i'm with Jeez, you G. He <laughs> <said>. <laughs> i love <laughs> you england sorry just kidding Listen come on the show, show england come on yeah, the show on someone the show from england. england anyone we like your accents okay true um <laughs> what how we doing on time Dilly? right now what do we got just under an hour okay um, I know, I know we want to, uh, get on, touch on some NFL topics. Um, we also had the MLB to do. Um, what do you guys think do, is there anything, anything really important that you feel we need to hit on the MLB before we wrap up in the NFL?
0: Just that Otani is a future hall of famer. That's it. Yep. I want like yep. to say that we have the all-star break
2: coming up trade deadline. So, um, we should expect a lot of moves, a lot of news coming out in the next couple of weeks. So, um, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, Trade we'll, Max Scherzer. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see the, the, the contenders and pretenders come out pretty soon. So I'm excited to see that.
1: Cool. Cool. That'll be a lot of fun. I've been, I've had the most fun watching them all be this season than I ever have. I used to hate it because it would put me to, absolutely to bed quicker than a bedtime story, but that'll be fun to see what happens coming up here. All right, let's get into the NFL. It is the off season which there is there really an offseason for the NFL? I could talk about the NFL all times of the year. Um, You've had
0: a great offseason for the NFL. I don't, It's been let's, amazing.
1: Let's just – we'll get there. All right, speaking of that, if and it being the offseason, we, uh, we all went through and made some winners and losers. Um, why don't you go – we'll start with our winners. Uh, Dilly, NFL offseason, who won it for you?
0: Mine was like, we've talked about this before, but it was pretty easy for me. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the offseason winners for me. Bringing back everybody, franchise tagging Chris Godwin was a big move. Um, I, he also has approached this price tag or uh, franchise tag a lot better than uh, more previous guys that have been franchise tagged in the league and have sat out and not wanted. But when you have Tom Brady and you just want a Super Bowl ring and you have a very good chance of running it back. Um, I can see why he's not complaining. Uh, After this year, they're going to be in a lot of trouble uh, money-wise, but to bring back an entire team is pretty impressive. It's obviously Tom Brady. Uh, If he wins another Super Bowl, that's what, eight. If he wins another Super Bowl next year, the guy's going to go for double digits. There's no way he doesn't at that point. Um, But my biggest loser was, (laughs) ironically, the Patriots. Um, I wasn't a fan of their spending. Feels like they kind of broke the bank this year when they don't necessarily even, I'm assuming Cam Newton's going to be the starting quarterback, but it's also Bill Belichick. So who knows if Stidham's going to go out there instead of Mac Jones. We don't know what kind of tomfoolery he's going to do. Um, It was just interesting that they paid Hunter Henry and um, Jonu Smith, pretty much like identical same contracts. Maybe they're trying to go back to the Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez, tight end duo um, type deal um but it, it was just interesting their spending it was they definitely had money I know they're going to be bringing guys back that opted out from COVID but I just th- they spent a lot of weird money I guess is the best way to describe that for me
1: okay okay I like it KB how about you what do you got uh
2: so my winner of the off season thus far is the Washington football team um, they had an elite defense that only got stronger. Um, they added William Jackson from Cincy. Um, he's going to play on the other side of uh, Kendall Fuller. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they had um, Ryan Fitzpatrick now playing quarterback, and they have Curtis Samuel to play alongside Scary Terry. So um, with the additions and, you know, with, with the defense they had there already and already a weak division in the NFC East, garbage division um i think they will easily repeat as division champs and um i think they can make some noise in the playoffs with that defense so um they look like they're competitive now they don't look like it's it's um you know they're just lucky lucky division winners of the east and they got in the playoffs and they're just happy to be there i think that they have some aspirations and um achievable ones at that to 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 make some noise in the playoffs once they get there so um my winner is the Washington football team. And my loser, of course, is the Green Bay Packers. Um...
5: <laughs>
2: Taran, but why don't you uh, rattle off the things that you didn't like about this Packers offseason? I I could go oh, through. Man. I would to hear you see it.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, you already know, also, was my offseason loser. Uh, I can't – it's not even close for me either. It's – They really botched it, and it's not even – this is completely Aaron Rodgers aside because I do believe he comes back, but they were the only team for like 90% of the offseason that didn't add anyone. (laughs) They they brought back – we know they signed Aaron Jones, um, but they lost more people in free agency than they brought back, they didn't bring in any free agents from other teams until I believe a couple weeks ago they signed somebody uh, off a of practice squad. Who cares? Nice. Um, I, <laughs> I am a big uh, NFL draft guy. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole offseason or just of the NFL in general. I think it's so fun evaluating those prospects um, and, and talking about that stuff during that process. And I thought their draft sucked. Um, just reaches after reaches positions that i didn't necessarily like other than their first one at corner eric stokes which is fine as a player but would have been a reach regardless and with the new defensive scheme they're gonna be running is certainly not a fit um so just i mean they in this league you have to get better if you stay the same you get worse lucky for the packers i assuming aaron Rodgers is back which, again, I believe he will be. Um, I don't think they're going to have a problem winning the division. Um, and they were a team good enough last year to compete for a Super Bowl, um, close to making it. But, man, you just – you can't rely on Aaron Rodgers to backpack you because it's it's difficult. And we've seen that given he's only made and won one Super Bowl, despite being <coughs> the most talented quarterback to ever step on a football field. Um, but, yeah, those were, those were my biggest – offseason losers as well I guess since I'm going I'll go winners Um, I'm going to mention the Browns but I do believe one of you guys has them so I'll let someone else talk about them because also that allows me to mention my my sweetheart team of this offseason which is the Miami Dolphins the eventual division winning Miami Dolphins um, in this upcoming
3: season Here we go here we go (laughs) should you say your sweethearts Land. no there you man. go gee oh,
4: <laughs> hey you didn't give her a shout
0: out bro that's messed Listen, up just so Listen. everyone knows me and taryn have a little financial bet on who's winning that division and i took the bills
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: to be fair
1: okay yes my girlfriend shout out anna is a miami dolphins fan however i have, been on, I have been on them i have been on the
5: show long
1: before <laughs> pretty much ever since um Ever since their their offseason started, and maybe even before that, just diving into Tua and how he looked and what his prospects were, because he's somebody that I absolutely fell in love with in the draft process. Um, I love everything they did. Their defense, I don't really see regressing too much because I still think it was on the upward swing. Um, Brian Flores is the kind of guy that can keep a defense. Very good, depending on the pieces he has, which is why I love who they brought in. Um, Phillips and Ogba, I were not my favorite players um, at their positions, but I thought they were just a chef's kiss. Perfect fit for Flores and what he wants to do. He's very Belichickian, and I think it's more important for him to have pieces that he can utilize properly than to have all stars at every position. So I think the defense is going to be good. I'm seeing, I'm predicting a huge step up from Tua. Um, Alabama quarterbacks typically struggle more than a lot of other schools with the transition to the NFL because they're always set up so nicely. It just makes that reality check a whole lot harder. And it didn't help that the offensive line wasn't good. And they had far and away the worst average separation by their whole wide receiver core in the league, bringing in Waddle in the draft, who I also loved and Will Fuller um, definitely going to help that a lot to actually gets an off season. Even if you don't like the guy, like all the things that were going against him, I don't know how you can sit there and say that he's not going to at least improve. You don't have to be a fan of him as I am, but it's just, yeah, there were so many things that were holding him back to say that there's not going to be at least some improvement there um, is a little wild to me. And they already were, you know, looking like they were on the upward swing. Last year uh, with, with the new coaching staff and all that. So I'm a big fan of them on top of the Bills, I think regressing a little bit due to Josh Allen, even though he's still great and still could be great. People don't realize how out of his mind he was actually playing. I don't think it's going to take much regression from them, and the Dolphins will be the new division winners.
5: Wow.
1: You wow. we will see. Wow. I like Mike it. Drought. I like Thank it. you. I had to go like off on my little, on my adopted team because. With the Packers being so shit, I need something to hold on to. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chino, why don't you go and give us yours, offseason winner and loser. I got the Browns.
4: They looked great last season. And finally, for the first time in his career, Baker Mayfield will have the exact same head coach and offensive coordinator back-to-back years. I love the the Stefanski hire. He brought in a fire to that organization that you know we haven't seen in very – very long time. I love their draft. Their draft picks was great. We're a big fan of uh, JOK. No, Terran had him going earlier than what they had him at. Should have been a Charger first player <laughs> yeah. for me. Yep. Yeah, that was a s- probably
1: the steal of the draft.
4: Yep, I love that they got Clowney down. So that defense was good last year. They're just getting more weapons. I'm. Looking forward to see what Baker can do. He's getting OBJ back if he doesn't get traded. So we're we'll see what the Browns will do. But I, I really love their draft. I think they win the division doing. handily. Oh yeah. I also easily. think they win the division easily. Steelers ain't gonna do nothing. I don't I know if it changed, change.
1: but Shady Baker was like forty to one to win MVP like, as it? of like a month ago. Just saying. Hey, that's my guy, bro. Five
0: one two. Awesome. How, do you feel about oh, those How do you feel about
4: those odds, KB? I,
2: I don't think he puts up enough stats to match up with the 40 the to 1.
0: World.
2: Um, yeah. even, also- even, I think that the, the MVP award is kind of inflated for stat padding. Um, I, even though Baker will probably lead this Bronx team to a division title and maybe 12, 13 wins, um, it's going to be on the back of Nick Chubb and it's going to yep. be Baker just game managing. Like, that's all yep. you need from him. Um, that defense is good now. So, 40 to 1. Love it. Yeah. Well, I love I the know. running back
0: duo they have, man. Kareem yeah. Hunt, Nick
4: Chubb. They can do make you some think noise.
0: Do you think it's similar to when Alex Smith was the game manager in Kansas City, where he wasn't going to lose you the game, but by no means was he going to win you the game? But he knew how to take it. Right. The right. Result, and when you needed him to make a play, he would make a play. And he was pretty decent on his feet, much like Baker Mayfield.
2: Right. The, the difference is, is Baker is, has the intangibles to lift the Browns to a Super Bowl. While Alex Smith did not, that's why they inevitably made the move to Patrick Mahomes, but um, with Baker, they need to realize that they only need to use him um, when they absolutely need to, and I think Baker's going to show up, Um, but again, game manager, that's all they need with this talented roster right now. Exactly.
4: Then my loser, you know, Packers, sorry, Taryn, we already hit that. You had your spiel. I agree fully with it. So, we ain't got to touch on any more. Let's oh, go Blake Bortles. Let's go. I don't on. want
2: to touch on Packers, though. They gave $48 million to Aaron Jones.
1: Yeah. worse worst, worst move of the offseason as signing a running back to a big contract. Typically is, but pair it with letting Corey Lindsley, the best center in the NFL, at least in my <laughs> opinion. Also, uh, number one ranked center on PFF. Hey, bro, at least you weren't in Jacksonville
4: and took a running back in the first <laughs> round.
1: Uh, they might as well have. We, Well, whatever. But, yeah, <laughs> um, it, it was super bad. It's one of the only times that I can think of where we're going to sign a guy to big money uh, to hopefully keep our running game uh, going. And I think our running game is going to be worse, given that we let Corey Lindsey walk. So, love to see it. No, we don't. KB
5: might.
0: I don't. Are we, are we just going to sign a Packer lineman every offseason? Yeah, like yo. The, new norm? the
1: Chargers <laughs> is where the Packer linemen go to get Brett.
5: Yeah. Brian
0: Bulaga,
1: Corey Lindsley. It's sunny here, boy. They're over Wisconsin weather, man. <laughs> uh, apparently they're over uh, Wisconsin playoff runs, too. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I had to give me something I, I had to get something around here yeah, did. I liked it don't anyway, I? <laughs> anyway can't forget about the man the myth the legend gee what do we think <laughs> what do you think of offseason winners
3: losers uh, my winner was the Kansas City Chiefs I really like what they did with their old line the Joe Tooney contract Orlando Brown and trade to the Chiefs Drafting Creed Humphrey they're gonna get Duvernay Tardif back. I think their offensive line is gonna be way better than it was last year. Which I think was a big need as you saw the Super Bowl. I think they got a sneaky sneaky pick in the sixth round with Trey Smith who if he stayed healthy would probably be a second round pick. I loved his tape at Tennessee when he played. But he was just very 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 injury prone I think he actually played. I think he might have played all five positions on the offensive line at one point. He did. Yeah, so he was very he's very versatile. He can come in wherever you need him. Cornell Powell, I think, is also a sneaky pick. He's super athletic, uh, great body control. He was drafted in the fifth round. I love their draft. Love their new o line. Trading for Mike Hughes, I think, was an underrated trade. Um, Mike Hughes is, wasn't really used in Minnesota. But former um, top pick of the Vikings, I think he was a second-round pick, early second, maybe late first. But I think he's going to be good on the outside. And I really like just what they did overall. And obviously, when Patrick Mahomes, I think you always have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. And they did their best to keep him protected. And my loser, I switched it up, and I went with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you. Give me some relief. Um, I didn't like their draft. They drafted a running back in the first round, which was... Uh, yeah, that was their issue. Which is gross. <laughs> um, they lost pretty much their whole O-line. I think mean, they lost three starters, maybe four. Four know, of the
1: five starters. Yeah,
3: four. Vanuieva yeah. we went to Baltimore. Howdy retired. It's just not... They're going to have to go with a whole new O-line. They didn't uh address the quarterback position at all, which... They needed to. Ben rossberg is just not it anymore. Rudolph is terrible. The Codges have you is heard of
0: Dewey Haskins? Are you joking <laughs> me? He's um, also
3: terrible. Um, <laughs> I think they didn't do enough to be competitive this year, and I think next year they're gonna have to start a rebuild. They're gonna have to rebuild this entire team. Their defense is still good, but a lot of them are aging. Cam Hayward is older. Um, uh, what's his the corner why am I blanking on this Joe name?
5: Hayden Joe
3: Hayden is older uh, Stephon Tuit is older they have TJ Watt and Fitzpatrick still but and Devin Bush who are young but I think you need more their offense with Ben is just not going to move their O-line is bad they didn't do anything in the draft that I liked like Friar moved in the second maybe but than, <laughs> that's that's a reach for a good right. pick I didn't like <laughs> their draft at all. Yeah, I just did not think they had a good off season.
1: I I if that they,
3: was my after also, the also, If hot they take on the Steelers, I think mm-hmm. they come in last in the division. Me too. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go. Yes, sir. I
0: I also have let's this. go. geez I was gonna okay, say. Maybe so it's not as hot. let's say <laughs> let's say next year they do rebuild. Do you do you uh, trade TJ Watt? You could get a lot for TJ Watt. Yes. That guy's yeah. immediately making impact on any team that he goes to. Yeah,
3: but think so. his I asking
0: think- price is—you're gonna get some picks and arguably a starter back. So you have to
3: pay him way too much is the problem, and I don't think a rebuilding team wants to pay an edge rusher mm-hmm. north of twenty-five million dollars a year. Which same I thing that the- Joy Bosa got.
1: It's the same thing that Oakland did with Khalil Mack. You just can't botch the first round picks you get back for him but i can see him getting the same or a similar package um, oh, which yeah the steelers crazy, might be and, but... the,
0: and the players you brought up devin bush isn't he coming off an acl yes yeah so that's going to be something to look at obviously it's crazy to me that the steelers even got fitzpatrick because that guy is such a stud um but i if they do go in a rebuild it's very interesting because they're not you pretty much need an o-line and a quarterback obviously that's a lot right but you have wide receiver weapons, you have a defense. Uh, it, it, they're not missing a lot, but I think they just mismanaged the timing. This year was the year to make a quarterback move, and then moving forward you build the L line. I think they're just trying to hold on to whatever Big Ben has, but especially in that division, that is a tough division, man. You're competing against the Ravens, Browns, and even the Bengals are going to be on the up and up. They got their quarterback. I mean, they got a lot to work on themselves, but – the Steelers might be in a really rough spot here in the, in the next couple of years.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the reason that people that G said, like people would think is a hot take for them to finish last is probably because of the Bengals. But I was just uh, thinking about this and maybe even talking about it with Dilly a couple of weeks ago, where the Bengals have a better quarterback. They have yep. a better wide receiving core and they have a better offensive line. They're probably a little bit worse on defense. Um, but just because they're not going to be able to get pressure the same way, but they're a little bit – I would say maybe even a little bit better on the back end, which to me is more yeah. important. So I, in what world, like, I, I just don't see the Steelers doing anything this year unless somehow Big Ben has a massive, crazy resurgence. But it's so bad also bad have,
2: the Steelers also have a first-place schedule, by the way. So. Yeah. <laughs> there's that too.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah bedtime this, sorry pittsburgh is this uh <laughs> is this it for big ben do you think he responds to a different team or do you think i think for, it's done well same thing i thought philip rivers was going to be a charger his whole career and then he went to and became a colt for a year yeah but phil rivers is a dog you yeah. know big ben's kind of a wiener you know what i mean like i could just yeah, see he him is.
1: sucking and then being <laughs> like you know what i'm <laughs> you know what i'm done also, i can mean, see just like doesn't matter. Like he, he still thinks he got it. He, he wants to go somewhere and try. He win. didn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe no, not. No. Also,
4: really Dilly Philip Rivers has like twenty kids to feed. Yeah. He, needs the he money. also
0: he didn't have it for about three years, still in the Chargers. So when he was re-signed at the Colts, I was like, Oof. when, uh, when you can't make a forty-yard pass and you gotta bring in your backup quarterback to sling it, <laughs> you probably should not sign Philip Rivers. Yeah. Love that guy.
3: And yeah, I don't. swear Ben Roethlisberger has threatened to retire at least three times already. <laughs> probably yeah, because
0: the, he should have three times it's already. It's the Greg Popovich effect where he said he's going to retire for like the last yeah, five seasons. and sure. still coaching. <laughs> hey, Some bro. guys can't quit. Let him still coach. Let him still coach. We need, we need him in San Antonio. <laughs> that, that might be one of the hardest things in sports is like the aging superstar, man, like yeah. wanting to hang it up. Because obviously he wants to go out on like a good note. But it, like I said, that is, a, that is not an easy, you're going to need at least like 14 wins. 13 wins to win that division and that's that's also beating the browns it's beating the ravens so that's going to be a tough ask out of the steelers Uh, ggs they win four games (laughs) yeah well you know what i'm sorry pittsburgh anyone from pittsburgh listening
1: or watching at least you have your little terrible towels to wipe your tears with (laughs) you got the pirates (laughs) um i know we're kind of like over time real quick i i did want to talk about because we can just blow through them but i want to give each of us since we're so still in july a dark horse for the super bowl like a dark horse dark horse I'll, i'll start really quick i had the dolphins written down but i'm so high on them that i think they're gonna win the division and everything like i don't see that as that big of a dark horse to be honest um so i had also makes me nauseous I had the Chicago Bears actually. Um, I could see somehow it's a little less likely now, knowing that, not knowing, but being more confident. <laughs> For those of you listening,
0: KB is fist pumping in the back. Yes, yes. Probably the only
1: time <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> the only time since like 2018 someone's told him the Bears could win the Super Bowl. Um, um, I, I think that if Justin Fields steps onto the scene and is as good as some people think that he could be including myself with those weapons honestly shout out alan robinson i know you're a bear but i'm so happy for the guy he's got a quarterback
0: first <laughs> time second throw first the first time in
1: his career no bortles no trubisky no more he's got to be one of the happiest fans man he had to be one of the happiest <laughs> guys on on draft night um i think they could sneak into the playoffs or even depending on what happens with my fucking team um they could even (laughs) win that division it's a long shot but i think you know justin fields if he
0: starts lighting it up from the get uh the bears could be a problem i actually had the bears so i will pick a second team with well the only reason i picked him i actually think that Allen robinson has a shot at winning offensive player of the year i'm not even joking the things that that guy has been able to do with the quarterbacks that he's had and he's still bringing balls down. He's still having good uh, receptions and numbers. Imagine having a quarterback that can actually move the ball. They're not doing three and outs. You're giving him more chances to get it. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. Um, but since you picked the Bears... Uh, oh, I'm Shady, pick- real sorry. quick, read really it quick before you go to that.
1: I want to check the odds on him, actually, because the biggest reason you would not pick a wide receiver is because you just think the quarterback would win MVP or, or, or something, you. right? But, like... If that happens, it'd just be Justin Fields rookie of the year and, and Allen Robinson offensive player of the year. That's fire. I want to look at that, but anyway, continue.
0: Allen Robinson Um, come on the show. Yeah. I'm actually going to, I'm actually (laughs) going to pick the chargers, Uh, a little bit of a Hummer pick. Um, I, they obviously make it in as probably wild card since the Chiefs are going to be our dad for the next fifteen years. But um, I liked, I really like the offseason. Um, they improved the O line tremendously, especially picking Rashawn Slater. Shout out the Giants for letting him fall to us and picking a, you know, very mediocre receiver. Um, I, I just, uh, you're getting Keenan Allen back. Uh, he Should be healthy. Austin Eckler only played like four games last year. A big part of the Chargers offense was the run game. Um, but our new coach, uh, the defensive coordinator from the Rams, uh, Stanley or Staley, however you pronounce it. it is Staley. Is, he is our new head coach, and I'm excited to see uh, what he does with their defense. Derwin James is coming back. Joey Bosa is coming back off an injury. Moral of the story is we're always hurt. Um, if we can stay healthy, though, it, it's gotta be it's got to be a nice-looking team. And we're playing a third-place schedule. Um, We have the same odds as the Broncos to win the division at plus 600. I'm assuming that's because people still think Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson is going to the Broncos because there's no way people actually think that Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke is a better commanding team than Justin Herbert. Um, I just I really like our team. The biggest thing is if we can stay healthy, man. Um, I do think this is Mike Williams last year on the Chargers. I don't think we're to sign him. So I'm kind of excited to see what we got in the young guys with Jalen Guyton and uh, Teron Williams this year as our receiving core. Uh, but other than that, it is going to be a little bit of a loss with uh, Hunter Henry moving on. Um, the Chargers have always really had a tight end love. Uh, we did bring in Jared Cook, so, you know, seasoned vet. So we'll see how he helps out. But I'm just excited for football to be back. Ooh, true.
3: G. I'm Mine is a uh, mine is like super super duper dark horse. Uh oh. i going with the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I think this depends on one thing if Kyle Shanahan starts Trey Lance. Mm. I love Trey Lance coming out. He was actually my number two quarterback in the draft. I I love Trey Lance. He's super athletic, strong arm. Tiff. I think he's with his progressions. Yo, tar- yeah, yeah, you, you, you heard is me correct. Shook. You heard me correct. I fucking love Treon. Zach watch every... Wilson's
1: slander is absurd, but continue. Zach
3: Wilson was my number four. Carry on.
0: Um, Whoa. Justin Fields was my number two. Um,
5: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue,
3: Jeeps. He, he didn't throw a pick an entire season in college. He has the weapons, George Kill, Devo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, all amazing at yards after catch. He has one of the best running game systems in the league with Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel as promoted to offensive coordinator. I think if they start Jimmy, it's not going to go as well, but they're going to get healthy too. Nick Bosa is coming back. I think Nick Bosa is massive. Um, yeah. If Line starts, I I can see the Niners making big noise. Before before you move on, what
0: do they do with Jimmy Garoppolo? And trade him. Do okay. Remember, listen, wild trade. Steelers need a quarterback. T.J. Watt. Could you I could you imagine Jesus. a world where Nick Bosa and T.J. Watt oh are God. on the same defensive front also wilson demands a trade on site dude <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what they would have to give up like you know to you running TJ, around the <laughs> but you give up as many picks you give up garoppolo and i don't know some aging vet on the team give him a couple pieces but if you were because if you have your quarterback in the future as the niners and you build on an already good defense dude tj that needs to happen T.J. Watt and uh, Nick B- – and they're both young, dude. Oof. I don't even like the Niners. I just think that would be sick. <laughs> uh, you get a little, nice little stopgap at the quarterback for the Steelers. Figure out what you want to do. Get a guy that's going to throw 12 passes a game.
1: Yo. Yo,
0: give the Steelers – give the
1: Steelers Jimmy Garoppolo and Jason Verrett. Who you probably should offload anyway because he just had like his first season. I'm pretty sure it was his first Tell season when he played. Majority Tell me about of the it. <laughs> Tell me about um, <laughs> it. And, you know, guy that everyone expected to be good and was good last year, but literally has not ever been able to see the field. He finally maybe has some value after one year of being able to stay healthy. Um, Steelers need a corner also. Perfect. Make it happen. Actually, I don't know that I want that because I'd rather not have that pass rushing tandem in the NFC. But Dude, still, that would be crazy. Be if amazing. this happens,
0: we called it first. That's all. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yo, imagine that actually happens too. <laughs> oh, you know, save goodness. the tape. Save the tape. Right. Yeah, 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 I, will. I will.
1: Wait, wait, wait. G, G, give me. Oh wait. Oh no. G, yeah, yeah you, you just, you just. KB, you gone right?
2: Uh yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Terry, Bears, 66 to one for Allen Robinson. Ooh. Like, well,
0: oh, there we go. That's what I like to oh. hear. I like, it. I like, I like it. it. I like it. I might it's have now. to make a financial yeah, investment on that.
2: <laughs> and I'm seeing plus 850 for Justin Fields to win Offensive Rookie of the Year.
1: Yo,
0: so were yo. We're all putting bets on this right now. As soon
2: as
4: we can oh.
1: <laughs> Carlay those. Yeah. Parlay those? Why not? If, if one happens, the other happens, right? Why there's not? like, there's no extended. way, there's it's no way. Mon- yeah.
0: It's not David Montgomery leading that team. There's also. no <laughs>
1: way he wins Offensive Player of the Year. Like, if you want to bet the Allen Robinson thing, there's the only way that happens is if Justin Fields balls hey, out. So You might as well. Are, uh, hey, those odds? Are, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, honestly, I'm might,
4: I might have to cut this out and save this just, just for the five of us, because if it happens. But you
1: can see point. the odds go down
2: <laughs> uh, Ready. Um, all, right. Oh, all right. so my dark horse team not really a dark horse team but I did choose Cleveland Browns um, they obviously got off the playoff schneid and they got that playoff win that they were looking for last season and then during the offseason they added uh, Jade- Jadeveon Clowney on approve it deal and then um, arguably the best free safety in the league and John Johnson from the Rams so that secondary looks a whole lot better um so you add that with Certainly. another year with that offense um obj looks healthy he looks pretty good in off-season workouts and all his instagram posts and all whatever, whatever. but um, <laughs> um that combined with third place schedule i think that again they win the the division pretty easily over the ravens and with a third place schedule i think um they have definitely definite chances to make noise in the afc and get a top two seed so um I'm expecting a deep run from the Browns. Um, I already have a futures bet on them, so let's see. Uh, let's see what happens here. Of course here. you do. Nice. Yeah, like it doesn't
1: that. surprise me. One bit. <laughs> All right, we no, are we be. are going we are going long Chino. Bring us home. Oh, um, finish it out.
4: I don't know why it stands out to me. I want to say the Rams, because now they got Stafford. They don't have Goff okay. anymore. Defense was strong last year. I don't know what it is. I just look. I just look down and I just, I just see the Rams. I don't know what it is. The shame the Cardinals are winning that division. It's true, but I don't know what it is, man. Just the Rams just stand out to me. I would really, they just getting rid of Goff and getting Stafford back. Stafford is a dog.
0: <laughs> it's a huge upgrade. No, I, I, like I, I really like that trade.
4: I really like that trade, man. I was just gonna say the Browns, but KB took it. Baker go to the Super Bowl. When bring that thing to Austin? I need something Jeez. going on for me, please. Jeez
1: I'm struggling. Jesus. All right, so that's everybody, right? We hit everyone. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Is there anything anyone else wants to talk about that we did not touch on?
3: I'll talk about the bees are dying. I was about to me, me. Right?
0: What'd you say? What you said, just the bumblebees are dying at an alarming rate. <laughs> there we go. That's
1: <laughs> that's a great way to end it on a positive note. Love it to see Jeez it. Christ. All right. Well, that is it for us for our first episode. Thank you for anyone that list that was listening. It is uh you can find us on all social media, I think, except TikTok at the dump off pod. And, and TikTok, then TikTok is tick, just tick, the dump off. Tick up, uh, yeah, TikTok just the dump off. Yes, um you can find me at Taren Caravella on all social media. Um that's T-A-R-E-N-C-A-R-A-V-E-L-L-A. I know it's hard name spell, so you know I just throw it out there. And how about you guys? Where can they find
0: you? Uh you can find me at Dilly Slays on Twitter. It's the same for Twitch. Those are pretty much like the only socials. And we'll plug everyone's socials down below.
2: Yeah, gotcha. You can find me at uh at KP some swag on Twitter.
4: Some not too much, but some. Gino? You can find me on Instagram at iChino12 and on Twitter at Fettuccino12. <laughs> and also on
1: Twitch. Underrated. Twitch.tv
4: slash iChino12. Also, real quick, first and foremost, I got to say this. I forgot to say it at the start of the episode. This one's for Miss Mata. Miss Mata was a great teacher for me. Unfortunately, she passed away last week. She changed my life, man. So, no, this is for her. Rest in peace.
1: Sorry to hear that.
3: G? G? Finish it up. I was mourning for Tino. You, know, uh, you can follow me at <laughs> Don't Look a Martini on Instagram and at G Martini on Twitter. Uh, sweet. We'll all
0: right, see guys. You guys next time. Right. See, see you next time.
3: Peace. <laughs>